Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Friday 15, which happens every Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time, where we answer your industry questions. As a quick reminder, I just wanted to let you know that in two weeks, we have our second annual host week um, that will be happening January 23rd to the 29th that we hope that you all can attend. Um, there'll be some really great information from host agencies and suppliers, and there'll be think tanks and all sorts of really good things for you to be able to uh, check out. So make sure to visit our website at hostagencyreviews.com slash hostweek, and you can see the agenda for the week, and then also you can register for the event as well. So we look forward to having everybody join us. So our first question comes from Renee. I'm having a really difficult time creating a brand name for my business. Every name or domain I search is either taken or there is something very similar. I am looking at getting a professional to develop a name for me. That would be about $350. What should I do? So Renee, first off, thank you for the question. And this is really, you know, you wouldn't think that choosing an agency name would be that difficult, but it really is one of the hardest things to do um, when setting up your agency. And I think you're kind of running across the issue that the name you're choosing, either that name or something very similar, the domain is already taken. So, um, you know, I'm sorry that that is happening to you, but um, here are kind of some suggestions and tips for you. So first off, certainly, yes, you could hire a professional to develop a name for you, but just make sure if you do do that, um, that you do make sure that, that domain name is not already taken, um, you know, just so that, you know, you get your money's worth out of that. So, you know, we always make the suggestion that make a list of at least 20 different agency names. And then, you know, a great way to see if the name is available is to go to GoDaddy or Namecheap, and there you'll be able to see if the, no the domain name is available for you. Next, we would recommend that Google your agency name to make sure it's not already taken and that there's not already a, a similar company name out there. And then, you know, also make sure that it's not already trademarked as well. And then, you know, after you've gotten your domain name, reserve your social media URLs and your handles. That's important. And then finally, make sure you buy the domain name. I believe that this is something that you have to do yearly. Um, but when you are buying the domain name, we do recommend that you buy the .net and the .org in both the singular and plural versions as well, so that that way it is completely your name. So um, I kind of hope that helps you out. Um, but you know, next I would like you to take a look at, within one of our articles on how to choose a travel agency name, we have a really good travel agency name comparison and ranking sheet, as well as reserving your travel agency name worksheet um, that I think that you could, you know, benefit from taking a look at. So real quick here, I just wanted to share my screen with you because I want to show you where you can find the um, both of these worksheets. Uh, so if you just, you know, Google for travel agency name, and then do tips for choosing travel agency names. And as you kind of go through here, this article, I'm gonna put a link into the comments for you guys so you have this, but there's a lot of great information. Um, a lot of stuff I already mentioned is in here as well. But as you kind of scroll down, here is the travel agency name comparison and ranking worksheet um, that you know would be a really good place for you to kind of put everything down so you know what you need to do and what resources you know to be looking at as well. And it does have things like making sure your name's not 
trademark and making sure to register your name with your state as well. And then as you keep going down the page, um, you are going to find the other worksheet that is in here. So real quickly, it's towards the bottom, it's reserving your travel agency name. So make sure you check this out as well, um, because we want to make sure that you, once you've got your name, that you are getting that registered, you buy your domain name, get everything in place so that nobody else can take that name from you. So um, I hope that kind of helps you out there. All right. Okay. So I'm going to, as I mentioned, I'm going to go ahead and put a link into the comments for choosing a travel agency name. So go ahead and take a look at that and then both those worksheets when you have a moment. So also another really good way to kind of figure out your travel agency name is kind of by the niche that you were planning to specialize in. So really the best way to choose a niche if you haven't already started to kind of look at one is start with what you are interested in. So, you know, what are your hobbies? What kind of groups are you involved in? Um, what events do you attend? And, you know, certainly also your Facebook network is also another really good place to kind of get a feel for things that you want to do. And then, you know, where do you like to travel? And what type of vacations do you, you, do you enjoy? So this is really a good starting point um, for your, when you are starting your travel agency business. So it's really good to start with what you are passionate about and what you like to do. And that kind of really helps you start kind of the foundation of your business. And then certainly as your business kind of grows, you can expand your niche out. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and put a link into our comments on finding a niche. And then within there, there's also a worksheet in there that you can go ahead and, um, fill that one out too. And that's going to help you in kind of narrowing down what you do want to sell. So, and then also, you know, something else to consider is if, if you have, or you're getting ready to join a host agency is to make sure to check out their preferred supplier list. So this is important because they're going to have hundreds of different suppliers that you are going to be able to utilize anything from cruises, tours, FITs, hotels, cars, airlines, luxury vacations, and so much more. So this is a really good um, thing too, is to take a look at the preferred supplier list and, you know, really look at the ones that kind of are similar to the, the niche that you were doing. So if you were doing cruises, there's going to be a lot of different cruise lines on there. So if it's going to be more family oriented, maybe taking a look at uh, cruise, cruises that are family oriented versus the luxury type ones. So um, just kind of some suggestions for you to just, you know, narrow down what your niche is and then narrow down some preferred suppliers within your host agency or your consortium network that you do want to work with. And then this is really a good place for you to start networking with those suppliers as well. Um, you know, reach out to them, find out who is the sales team for um, the state that you are in. And then, you know, start reaching out to that sales team because really that sales team is there to help you grow your business. They want you to sell their products. So um, making sure that you start working with them, um, work with them, find out too, do they have any specialist programs? So a lot of the suppliers out there now do have 
um, specialist programs for, you know, you've become a cruise specialist, a river cruise specialist, a tour specialist. So making sure, you know, just become a, a specialist because then you be kind of become the expert in that particular supplier as well. And, you know, find out what opportunities they have, training opportunities they have available to you as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and put a link into the comments for you on qualifying preferred suppliers. And like I mentioned, this is also another really great way for you to kind of network and um, kind of grow your business as well. So thank you so much for your question, Renee. Good luck with um, your travel agency name. And if you have any other questions, feel free to reach back out to us. We'd be happy to answer them. So our next question comes from Jamie. Can you help me with the difference between a sole proprietor and an LLC in Texas? I am so new to this and don't want to make a mistake. I just joined a host and feel a little lost with their trainings. Thanks. So hi, Jamie. And so glad that you joined the industry and really good news to hear that you have joined a host agency. So this is really a good question and one that does come up um, for people coming into the industry trying to figure out what is the best business structure for them. So let's kind of take a look at the difference between the two. So first, a sole proprietor. We, you know, so first let's kind of take a look at this. What we recommend first is that you speak with a tax person or a travel attorney. Um, if you don't have one, make sure you do get at least a really good tax person. Call and email them, set up a time to chat on your best business structure for your situation. They're going to help you out with that. And then, you know, really the a great tax person is kind of invaluable to your new travel agency. And in the long run, they're going to help you save money on your taxes as well. So the first step would be, you know, making sure you have a really good tax person or a travel attorney that you can work with. So a sole proprietor is really one of the easiest business structures to set up and really it has you as the sole owner. So it's easy to implement because you don't have to mess with all the legal paperwork that comes with setting up a separate business entity. Just so you know, most agents do start out um, as a sole proprietor and then in the end, they kind of as, you know, a year goes by or whatever, they realize as they're business is becoming more successful that they do move to the LLC model. Um, and then, you know, uh, just so that you understand, um, as a sole proprietor, um, your business and you are considered one in the same in the eyes of the government. So ultimately, that means that you will be held responsible for any debt of your company. Um, also, you will need to remember that you do have to file quarterly estimated taxes as a sole proprietor. So with a limited liability corporation or an LLC, you know, the best part of this is that you are getting personal liability protection. Um, with an LLC, the law sees you as a person separate from your company, which is different from a sole proprietor because they see you as one and the same. Um, so that's really good is they see you separately. So usually filing an LLC varies really from state to state, but it typically starts at around $100 to $200. Uh, so kind of keep that in mind. And then, you know, here's some things to you should kind of prepare to do to set up your travel agency's LLC. So set up a federal employee identification number, and then you're going to want to make sure that you file your articles of incorporation. It's really easy. And then create an operating agreement. And then some states may require for you to 
publish a public notice as well. And then really, I think that will really benefit you is going to nolo.com. So N-O-L-O.com. And this is really a great state-by-state -state guide on how to file your LLC. Um, it has pricing, the exact steps on how to file your article of incorporation and tells you whether your state has any publication requirements as well. So please make sure if you do decide to go down the path of an LLC to check out nolo.com. So I'm going to go ahead and put an article into the links for you about choosing a business structure. So when you get a chance, make sure you take a look at that because there's a lot of different business structures on there, but it will get more in depth about sole proprietor and an LLC as well for you. Finally, I know you mentioned that you feel a little lost by your host agency's trainings uh, being so new to the industry. So my suggestion to you is to reach out to them directly. Let them know that you are feeling a little overwhelmed. And you know what? You're going to find that they're going to be more than willing to help you out. Also, I would check to see if they have... Um, any kind of mentoring program or one-on-one -on -one training programs um, that you can take advantage of. Um, I think that this would really benefit you as well as being able to actually work with somebody for a while until you kind of get up to speed. Um, so just go back to your host agency. They're going to want to help you out. That's what they're there for. So make sure you take full advantage of everything that they have to offer. Also, you know, within your host agency, there should be like an extra net for the agents of that host. Make sure you start networking with those agents. Um, you know, reach out to them because look, all those agents have been in your shoes as well. And they're going to be more than willing to give you advice and suggestions. So making sure that you start ne networking um, with the agents within the host agency as well. That's a really good place to um kind of get some additional assistance as well. So, you know, we have an article on, you know, host and consortium education trainings that it will break down by host to the kind of different programs that they do offer. So just make sure you take a look at that. And then, like I mentioned, make sure you go back to your host agency and just ask them if you could have, you know, somebody that can speak with you one-on-one -on -one just to kind of help you out a bit. Um, so I hope that that helps answer your questions and good luck to you in choosing you know, your business structure. Um, there is no wrong choice for you. And just know if you choose to do a sole prior to that's where most agents start off. And then eventually they go to an LLC. So um, thanks again, Jimmy, for your question. I do appreciate everybody joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you next Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. And then don't forget, um, if you have any questions, please let us know at hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday 15. Thanks everybody. And I hope that you have a great weekend. Bye.